welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Deanne Erica, and I'm here with my amazing husband, Joe. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and welcome to another episode of In Due Time. I know it's been a while since we've been on here because so much has been happening. So much has been happening. And while we're certainly not here to go over everything that's been happening since the last time we spoke, when we talked about um, 18, 18, 19, 18, hmm. 1918 Spanish 1918 flu. Spanish flu. Yeah. So for those who are joining us for the first time, welcome. For those who have been following us for uh, over a year that we've been doing our podcast, thank you for being there with us. Um, through these times. Thank you for all those who reached out and said, hey, you guys haven't posted anything in a long time. We really miss you. We miss you guys too. So thank you for staying connected. In today's episode, we really wanted to focus and to talk about the lights. And what we mean, these aren't electric bulbs. These are actually lights as in human beings who are out there doing so many amazing things. And during this time where we've got Um, The elections that are looming coming up and everything that's going on with that. Uh, Every time you turn on the news, there's information about that. We've got the pandemic. We've got the rising numbers in the pandemic. We've got shutdowns. We've got teachers scared to go back, and rightly so. We've got parents concerned. We've got job losses, businesses closing, um, new ways of trying to just grapple with what's our everyday norm. And so while everybody else is talking about that, we wanted to talk about the lights. Yeah, and and, and we view that as uh, people, groups, and organizations that are leading people out of darkness. Because we're we're at a point now where there's a lot of darkness and a lot of dark clouds. And these organizations and people and groups have been spearheading ways to bring people to the light. And the funny part about it is that you may actually be in contact with the light. You may actually have come into contact with some of these individuals. And so what we want to do is to really highlight them, right? So the first one that we want to talk about is an organization called Pull Up Neighbor. Yeah, Pull Up Neighbor is um, an organization that comes into neighborhoods. They target neighborhoods, um, and they have a partnership with uh, organizations in that neighborhood. Local. Local. And they, they provide services, whatever services, whether it's giving, handing out masks, handing out food, handing out any of the necessities that people may need. They make sure they understand what those needs are in the neighborhood. They pull up in their big, long truck. It's huge. It's a huge, like, tractor trailer. It's beautiful. By the way, this is a black organization, right? And so they started in California, they told us. Started in California. And they started out just using, you know, uh, like minivans and and, um, their own SUVs to have kind of a caravan going to different neighborhoods. And now they partner with Fresh Direct. I think they were giving out boxes of food with Fresh Direct when we saw them in the Bronx. So just, just an amazing give back. And the people in the neighborhood, they were so elated to be receiving this box of food, right? Because as you know, there's so many things that are short right now with people losing their jobs, just being able to just go out there and get healthy food, nutritious food, this box of food. It was amazing. Absolutely. And they were also giving out masks. They were giving out hand sanitizers. So it's really about understanding what the needs are in the communities and meeting that need. So we just wanted to say, pull up neighbor, look out for them in your neighborhood. Like I said, it's a, it's a huge 
solid black tractor trailer, mm-hmm. and then it has huge green writing that says pull up neighbor pull up name, yeah. on it and you will see them in your parks and they drive so they may be coming to a neighborhood near you the other organization that we also wanted to just give a huge shout out to and a huge acknowledgement are the individuals at an at a, at a organization called walking hearse so let me explain what our connection is to walking hearse our oldest son is actually serving time in a local prison uh state prison and Walkenhurst is the company that provides inmate packages. And so there was a, a situation that we were working through to help him with where the package had been ordered. It was ordered. They're only allowed to order at certain times of the year. The package was ordered, and it had been there at supposedly a facility for over a month. He went to the package room, and it wasn't there. So thus begun our trek for where is the package. Long story short, it took hours of being on hold with this company, Walkenhurst, having the order number. But let me tell you what was amazing why we're saying this is something that everyone should know about. Linda, Tanya, Margarita, and their supervisor, Janine. Amazing. Amazing. We're talking about being on hold for 45 minutes, in some instances, 17 minutes or 12 minutes. They're in another time zone, right? So we're on the East Coast, we're in the East uh, Eastern Standard Time, they're on Pacific. Pacific Time. And they were so patient because through this process, what we discovered was when the order was sent out, it was sent to the wrong prison. Right. So now we had to first find that issue, then locate the order. They sent it back to Walkenhurst. Now Walkenhurst has to send it back to our son. It was a trek. It was a journey. But these women, they were amazing. They were patient. They were kind. They were helpful. They made notations. So every time it took me three days to work through this, but every time I called, they said, well, wait a minute, let me go through and read the notes. Let me call the other person and double check. So we just wanted to say, because we recognize that there are so many individuals who are serving time like our son and on top of having to deal with the whole issue of incarceration, there's now dealing with this. So please, for those who may have to contact Walkenhurst, be patient, but also please remember that regardless of what it is that you may be feeling, it's not their fault, right? What is happening to whatever our loved ones may be, whatever they're going through, um, being behind bars at this time, and they are truly dedicated to helping. And so it's really, really important when we're reaching out to just Acknowledge the fact that they're experiencing the pandemic too. They're experiencing the divisiveness that's around the country. They're experiencing um, impact maybe with their family members in terms of losses and jobs and businesses and things like that. But through it all, they were helpful, they were focused, and they were amazing. And so I just wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you to Linda, Tanya, Margarita, and their supervisor, Janine. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Yeah, and I think we have to do a better job as people to understand and accept the lights that come up in our lives. Yes. I mean, when they come up, when we're in a situation, this is a very chaotic and very stressful, intenseful situation we're in now with everything that's going on. When there's those little lights and those little lights that are trying to make life easier, 
okay, we need to identify them very quickly, and we need to make sure that we, as as my wife was, my lovely wife was saying here, we need to acknowledge them because they're a gift to us. And at this at this point and stage in the game here, we need as many gifts as we can yes. get. Yes, <laughs> yes. And for the gifts that are already out there, you know, if you don't acknowledge them, what, then they maybe feel like, okay, what's the point? I'm doing all of this, and all everybody's focused on is what's not working, not not what's not going right. right. They're doing it. It's going right, and they're making a difference. And that's what we want to talk about is that difference. So this is why we're sharing this information. The other um, wonderful uh, organization, well, let me let me digress here. This is not an organization. These are individuals. So remember I just said that our son, our oldest son, is actually serving some time. Well, at that um, institution, um, there is uh, the package room. And the officer in the package room, I, I did not, I wrote it down, but I don't have it here with me. So I don't want to get the name wrong, but I think it's Officer Henry. If it's not, Next week, I'll come back and I'll make a correction. But just an amazing person because he said, listen, the package never came. It's not here. But here are some things that you can do. Let's check. Let's look and see. And that he was a person who said to me, you know, maybe they sent it to the wrong facility because there's a facility that's right next door. And very often the packages get confused. So I just want to say, if you ever have to call your jail or, you know, the prison and you need to talk to someone there, be patient, be kind to them. Okay. They're under a lot of stress. And if you were on the receiving end, if you were in their position, you're going to respond more to that person who's being patient, who's being respectful, right? With you, because you're calling for them to help you. So don't assume that whatever is going on with your particular situation is their fault. I didn't call up there saying, well, it's your fault. I called up there with an inquiring mind. Hey, listen, this is what's going on. I understand that it would have come to the package room. By any chance, do you see any record of it there? Because Walkenhurst is telling me that it was returned. And I just want to understand what's going on so that my son can get this package. And I told him that I was going to acknowledge you right there at MCIJ, wanted to acknowledge you. And he said, be sure to let the families know, just remind them, they can get a lot more with honey than they can with vinegar. He said, that's what his grandmother used to say. And I told him, I said, I've got to talk about the way that you've been patient and you have helped. And so I just want to say, listen, when you call up there, yeah, you know, sometimes officers may have an attitude who doesn't have a bad day. Sometimes the person who's answering the phone may not be on their best. Neither are all of us all the time. But when you, you will get back what you put out. When you're being patient and you're being respectful, you're going to get it back. And I'm only talking from experience because when I put that out there, that's what I get back. So I just wanted to acknowledge that package room and the officers there because they didn't have to call me back. They didn't have to check their records. They could have just said, look, it's not here and I don't care what you're saying. By the way, who are you to call up here? He needs to handle it himself. But they didn't. They said, look, let's see what we can do to track this down. So I just want to say, MCIJ, I salute you. The other um, thing that we also wanted to do is we recognize that there has been a huge push. There always has been, but even more so to really talk about black businesses, right? And those who are black business owners, especially small businesses. And so I reached out to um, a couple of individuals who I know, and some of them are like, no, Didi, don't, don't, 
won't publicize because I already have more business than I can handle. But two in particular that I just wanted to talk about. One actually provides a wonderful service. Um, both of them provide services, but in different ways. The first one is Cosmore Marriott. He's there in Fort Lauderdale. Cosmore is a nurse, but what he brings to his healing practice is a spiritual element. He is a wonderful shaman, and he is developing that that practice now to go out on his own because he's been working in corporate medical America, and he recognizes that there is a need that can be fulfilled when you add that spiritual component to this whole business of healing, especially as we're moving through this pandemic. So if you're in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and you need a wonderful nurse a wonderful health professional who can help you, Cosmore Marriott would be the person that you could absolutely turn to for that assistance. Um, I wanted to uh, share Cosmore's information with you. Let me just make sure that I have it. Um, I can pull it up here. Yeah, so Cosmore's information... Let me see. I think he now has a... Okay, so he has a website, Cosmore, C-O-S-M-O-R-E dot life, L-I-F-E, Cosmore dot life. Go to his website. You can see the services that he provides an absolutely amazing, wonderful human being. Please do reach out to him um, for services. The other one that I wanted to mention is there is a, a group. So as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, I am from Jamaica and I connected with individuals that I've known since high school many years ago. Two of them, actually a, a group of them, have a, um, a Zoom session that they do on Saturday nights. It's called um, Ritterman, Ritterman Chat. Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Ritterman Chat. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're saying it right. Well, I am. Okay. Yeah. And it is every Saturday night starting at 8.30. It goes from about 8.30 until probably around 11 or 12 depending on, or one or two, uh, <laughs> depending on the subject, d- depending on the subject. And it is, it is deep because it is a place where people call in from around the world. Literally our Jamaicans, um, our, our friends, our associates around the world, they call in and it is a place to just hear some real roots, rock, reggae, great music, but it's also a way to be able to connect to each other. And it is uplifting. Like you go on there so that the, the, the call starts, the zoom starts at eight 30 and then the conversation or, or 8.30. Then the conversation starts at around 8.45, 9 o'clock. And it will go until around 11. And then they play music again from 11 until about 12 or 1 in the morning. Amazing. If you ever um, want to um, connect to that Zoom, please reach out. Send me an email, info at dnerica.com. And I will share their um, Zoom information with you for you to get connected to that call because it is, it's just, it's, it's really great. 
gives a lot of insight about our culture, our views, um, what's going on, how we feel as foreigners living in the United States, how we're viewing what's happening through the eyes of black people from another part of the diaspora. So a wonderful, uh, wonderful engagement. We recognize that Again, there's so much that's happening that the first thought that comes to mind is there's despair. But we also want to say that there's a lot of good stuff happening. There are a lot of great things happening. We have a wonderful friend, Cleophas, in Detroit, and he does amazing work. And he sends us the most beautiful photographs of sunrises and sunsets and the park and the beautiful skies in Detroit. So that may also be another way. I know that it's limited. I know we're sick and tired of Zoom. I know we're just done with the whole quarantining piece. But this is also another way for you to be able to see live what's going on in places where you may wish that you were there or just some beautiful scenery to be able to get us through. Kind of like a change of pace without you having to be there. Change of scenery without you having to physically be there. So, Cleophas, thank you for the sharing that you've done with us. And thank you for the laughter, because we have a lot of laughs when we get together. We would love to hear what it is that you all are doing in your neighborhoods, in your communities, in your connections with, the, with each other. So we would love to um, please send us an email, info at dianerica, info at D-I-A-N-E-R-I-C-A dot com. I also want to go ahead. Honey. No, I was going to say um, the the challenge is that, and this is a challenge for the audience um, to be a light. And so, the an example I'm going to use is that uh, I did some volunteer work for the Doe Fund. The Doe Fund helps mm, uh, yeah. the homeless, uh, the previously incarcerated, and those who have uh, substance former substance abuse. Uh, users, and what it does is it helps them um, get back on their feet and go, and go get back into the workplace. And so I just took some time out of my day just to sit down with some of those guys to help them prepare for interviews in the workplace. And it took me, me no more than about an hour to sit down and discuss that with them, and they were so excited and they were so thankful for um, me taking the time to do that. So the audience find some organization or you know be a light for somebody else, but find a way to be the light for someone who's in darkness. That is definitely a great challenge. And you know what? Share. Share. Are you being a light or have you recognized a light? Because we want to be able to share and acknowledge those individuals who are light. And we also want to see if this is something that, that you know, we can connect with each other and really do this. Because, listen, in the next coming days, we're days away from the upcoming national election, the presidential election. There is so much that's going to be happening that what you want to know is that you're not alone and you want to know who's your ally and who's on your side. And where can you go to find some light? Because we will surely need it. So please let us do that. One of the other things that the final thing that I want to share is that as we share on our podcast what it is that's happening out there in the world and actions that are being taken by others that we admire, we also strive to do the same ourselves. And in that regard, my daughter and I have launched 
um, a new website. It's called Boxtanica, B-O-X-T-A-N-I-C-A.com. And this is where we are um, offering a monthly box subscription where individuals will receive um, tools and items to be able to build their spiritual toolbox. So please go on Boxtanica, B-O-X. T-A-N-I-C-A dot com, where you will find information about our subscription package, our subscription plan. And we also have a Patreon site. Patreon is where we post articles, we post videos to show you what to do and how to use the items that you will receive monthly in the toolbox. It's a subscription of $75 a month. We provide the items in there. We specialize in hard-to-find herbs. And then we also show you what to do with those herbs and with the items that you will get in the box. Uh, you can make your um, purchase between the 1st and the 15th of each month. This is going to be kicking off in November. November 1st to the 15th is when you will be, um, we're launching for this section of it. And we will then ship the boxes out as soon as you submit your uh, order. We will then ship your box out to you so that you will have it. And then you can go to the Patreon site to be able to get ideas or maybe information about how to use the items that you will find there. Everything from Florida water, rose water, dried herbs, the jar for the dried herbs, sage, incense, just all things that you will need for your spiritual toolbox. So please do check it out. That's our way of being the light and of giving back and of sharing the rituals that we're using that we have found to be impactful as handed down to us from relatives, relatives by marriage, relatives by blood, um, and our colleagues that we've met on our journey over the years. And also just traditional um, rituals and recipes and practices that uh, my mother and great-grandmother have shared with me. So definitely, please do check it out, boxdanica.com. This has been great. Thank you for joining us once again. It's a pleasure to reconnect. We promise you we won't go this long again without coming back and doing another episode. But until we speak again, and we will, take care. In due time. In due time. You always get me with that one. We will speak again in due time. Thank you, honey. It's been great. Take care.